If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Ohayou gozaimasu, uh, welcome to the Horror Hangout Podcast. Um, I've lost my intro a bit here. Welcome to the Horror Hangout Podcast, where two video film fans watch 50 best horror movies ever and talk about them. The Japanese kind of threw me off there. Threw but, me uh, off as well, I not expecting it. My name is Luke Condor, and that's with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr... Mr. Ben Errington. Sorry, no Japanese here, I'll find something. How's it going, man? Are you alright? It's good. We've both gone I'm for good. the beanie tonight, for those on yep. the video feed. You get a bit of that action. It's cold. It's cold in the UK. It's probably the coldest day of the year so far. I don't know. That's my, well, that might like, be completely. That might be completely wrong. No, and I think you're right because they were saying it's um, cold, as cold in some parts as as it is in Alaska, like in, in Scottish Highlands or something like minus fifteen or some something. I don't know. Jesus. I, might, I might be making it up now. I've just um, got cold, cold feet all the time at the moment. That's what right. I keep getting. I get cold head, and it's always this round of time. <laughs> I think I need to start some sort of charity for old men. Like bold and cold, <laughs> because like it, like just like hand out woolly hats and stuff, because it gets so cold. People with hair just don't understand. You can get a you can get a lovely woolly hat quite cheap these days. Yeah, but you have to pay for it. A but lovely a lot of people a lo- who are like I'm bold and I'm skin, but I'm oh. cold. Yeah, you got a lovely beanie in Primark uh, for two pounds. Other high street retailers are available. Uh, delicious. Delicious. <laughs> delicious, 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 <laughs> delicious. Beanie. It, it, it mm. tastes, it tastes nice. I've got this nice. It's burgundy. It looks like it's burgundy. Like cherry, flavored. cherry, black. cherry flavored. Yeah. What's that one? Black, black forest hat. Is it black? Black forest gatto. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So other horror guff. Black used... forest hatto. That's it. That's <laughs> classic. It. Classic. See you later. <laughs> um, yeah. Other horror guff. Have you seen or done anything? Uh, other horror guff. You've I'm, done a horror... I'm... Pre- preparing for for Christmas horror episode, which is next week. Yeah, 
mentally so, so, preparing. So, 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 so Krampus. Yeah. Um, I not say anything about that. Got a few more to watch before um, before the week is over. Um, I've started reading Stephen King's Cujo. Have you? Uh, which I've never, I've never, yeah. I've never read before. No. And uh, seen the film. Uh, the film. You no, know, I kind of possibly. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm familiar with what the story of Cujo is. Um, that's quite good. Enjoying that. It's quite nice. Yeah. Is it no chapter breaks in that one or something? Yeah, no like, chapter yeah. breaks. I was confused for a yeah. while. So. So currently, Cujo's been spoiler alert, uh, bitten by a rabid, Bats? rabid bat. Yeah, yeah. But it's good because yeah, you get yeah. you, you get parts <laughs> that are like from the point of view of Cujo the dog. So it's yeah. like he, he did he did that in um, uh, Gerald's game, and they were the best written parts. I thought when he gets to the yeah. mind as a dog, he's very good at that. But, yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, and it's not like ridiculous either. No, you know, yeah. it's not like sm- the nice smell and went to sniff it. It's not. Yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's nothing sniffy, like sniffy that. Dog time. Yeah. Sniffy, sniffy dog time eat. <laughs> Human pick it's up the like Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's actually like kind of reasonable. Like they're actually like, I don't know. It's, it's not stu- it's not cartoonish at all. Um, yeah. What else? You finished the troop? Um, finished the troop. Yeah, that was good. Uh, pretty disgusting. Yeah. Vomit inducing. Thought that was good. Uh, been playing. I've got Resident Evil Seven DLC, which is called Not a Hero. Which is out today, I believe. Um, and you're like Chris Redfield from the oh, cool. obviously the fir- first yeah. game, and it's sort of like a uh, obviously still a first person thing yeah. where he goes and he goes to the house after the events of the of the seventh game. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it's cool. pretty. That's it, awesome. It's more it's more action oriented than horror, but it's still yeah. like the horror the horror elements are still there. It's still pretty mm. creepy. Nice atmosphere. Recommended. Nice. Um, so yeah, so the Christmas episode is next week. Next week, and I went to watch Black Christmas last night. Uh, so Black yeah. Christmas, um, I've never seen it before. It's it was. I mean, I won't go into too much detail. It was pretty good. I will say, since I've been in Manchester, like I've kind of been looking for somewhere, some sort of group of people who would put on these kind of nights where they put on like slightly more obscure horror films and like old horror goodies and stuff. And this was put on by a group called Grim Up North. And they do the Grim Fest every year um, at Manchester's Horror Festival. And um, I think it was quite cool to go there and see about 100 people just watching this like, 70s oh, horror film. Um, cool. And they do a lot of these little nights and stuff. So it's quite nice to find a little community oh. of people doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you, Luke. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Grim up north. Yeah. Um, so there was, there was a remake of Black Christmas as well, wasn't there? Yeah, I've not seen it. It's Black Xmas, right? Oh, is it? Interesting. Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, you I'll probably watch, yeah, I'll probably watch it this week if we want to chat about it. So for the, for the Christmas episode, I'm assuming we're just going to chat about a few Christmas films, not in massive detail, but just chat about the Christmas horror subgenre. Yeah, I think maybe, what's the one? I think I watched, I watched Krampus as well. And I think Andy's seen Krampus. So maybe we'll go into detail on that one, yeah. I guess. And then maybe just yes. have a section of just chatting the shit about yeah, so, random horror and and Andy Conduit Turner, Conduit Turner joining us next week to chat all things festive and yeah. fiendish and fucking hell <laughs> can we yeah. give another another F <laughs> okay uh, yeah we're gonna watch Jack Frost as well you're gonna uh, yeah I've never seen that before so yeah not not, not, not the Michael Keaton classic family yeah. classic uh, also just quickly before we jump into the film I watched I've been watching the Wolf Creek TV show Wolf Creek oh, yeah. was the, the film when that first came out. I remember being slightly um, not offended, 
<laughs> but like, <laughs> but you know, what? It, it was so grim that 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 movie and like all like the kind of people is, is you thought like, was gonna live died. Australian Australian yeah. sort of serial killer dude. Oh yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, like a really gross guy. Yeah, um, but I found out like I, I enjoyed it in the sense of it was a really effective horror film. Like I was kind of horrified. It was kind of like the same way I think people feel like when they watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that kind of gross sort of. Oh dear, yeah. Um, but the Wolf Creek TV show is kind of like an American girl, American family are traveling around Australia. This is how it starts. I'm not spoiling anything. And then they meet him and he kills all of them, but accidentally leaves the, the teenage girl alive. It's about her hunting him down. There's only six episodes, quite short. So does this take place after the events of the film? Yeah, yeah. Is it the same actor? Yeah, yeah. Interestingly, oh. so there's Wolf Creek, there's Wolf Creek 2. There's this TV show. There's also a prequel novel based on Mick, this Australian outback guy, all written by Greg McLean, the 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 director who wrote the wrote the very first film and stuff. He loves he loves this guy. He yeah. thinks this guy this obsessed. guy's got a story to yeah. tell. He's obsessed with Mick yeah. Hucknell. <laughs> Mick Hucknell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's kind of good. Um, I recommend it. Just it's a Shudder exclusive, so you need to be you know on Shudder to. Ah, oh, get okay. it, yeah. But uh, the the is it the director who did the Belco experiment as well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. And the darkness, which uh, you know, let's forget about that. I don't know if you watched that. Uh, the darkness. Hmm. Kevin What's Bacon. There's like inky footprints on the. Oh, uh, I've never seen it, but I I think now you said inky footprints. I think I kind of remember. Awful, is it? It's not. Well, it's not really worth it to be honest. But we're on number. 17 of the list of Empire's top 50 horror movies ever. Um, and they've dropped a clanger. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they've well, dropped a clanger. Well, okay. So they, they've made Ring 2, uh, Ring 2, number 17. And Is it, but Ring 2? Ringu 2? Ring 2. This is so confusing because there was another sequel called Rasen. So there's Ring, or Ringu yeah. came out in 19... 19- it came 98 i think uh the ring ring you ring one came out and then it did two sequels in the same year one was based on the sequel to the ringu book rasen mm. or something and then this one was based ring two was based on they just did their own thing and it's more of like a direct sequel and it's yeah. uh i don't know on letterboxd only about two thousand people have seen it, it, it like it just seems really more, like way more obscure. It's, than... it's a strange one to add, especially yeah. so close to the top yeah. ten fit horror films. See, if this like, was cause... Ringu One, I'd be like, I can kind of yeah. understand because it it's kind of iconic. But second one, I've never seen it before. I... No, I and I don't, and I don't know any. What, I don't know what about this film puts it so high up, puts it above the likes of American Werewolf in London. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Just, it does feel like sort of just a random. It's like they've gone. Oh, we didn't put any Asian cinema in. Have we at any point? Have we watched? It? There's not been no other Asian cinema on this. Takashi Miike's um, audition, which I think is better. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah, the version I watched as well had a trailer for that, like attached to it. Um, what for the ring? For Ringu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, with Ringu, obviously, yeah, iconic. Probably the first film like this. To yeah. exist it kind of obviously did get kind of overdone for a few years especially like obviously yes 
in Asian cinema, but also yeah. when the when the when the American remake started happening, like Ring and The Grudge. He's in like he's in like two three years afterwards as well. Um, but like I've never seen any of these Asian ones. I've only seen the American ones. So when I think of Ring, I think of Naomi Watts and yeah, which and I genuinely think the first film with Naomi Watts, The Ring, yeah, is really really good. I rewatched both of those this year, I believe, and even though the second one is kind of a bit a bit ridiculous, yeah, I think the first one, in terms of like music and atmosphere and just, it's, I think it's really really scary. Yeah, um, I think it's great, uh, but unfortunately, it's going to sound like an absolute <laughs> head case. Yeah. But uh, I just don't think either of these films live up to it. But maybe that's just because the originals. You mean the, the originals? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of. I kind of didn't really get the atmosphere of this. I think um, the ghost of Sadako, obviously Samara in the later in the American remakes, um, just underused. I think, and not yeah, even that yeah. scary. And the soundtrack for me for both films, kind of was non-existent at times. Like, it was non-existent, but also yeah. sometimes it was like uplifting, almost like yeah, almost like a feel-good film. In the second film. one, especially, yeah, the second one seemed totally kind of weird. Like it, the music would. Well, the second one, the one that they put on this list as number 17, is just a weird film in general. There's like so many things that don't really add up for yeah. me. I, know, I don't really know what happened in the second one. We'll, we'll go through it a bit more. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, the the, sec, the second one seems to like rely on the ooh, spooky, ghostly child theme, which uh, I don't think ever really works that well, does it? No. We've, I, seen, we've seen it so many times now. I'll tell you what, the, the, the special effects of the people's face when you get like a, a good shot of someone like get, when they're scared to death they kind of like curl up like yeah or creepy like there there is some there is some really cool moments and there's there's one moment in the ring two in ringu two that i was watching it and i was like oh shit like it genuinely kind of like creeped me out because I, I don't know how they sort of did it and it kind of came out of like left field it's yeah. like a weird little special effect um but yeah it has its moments but i mean this doesn't Especially number two, it doesn't deserve. Do you think that's just spot. because we've we've obviously seen the American remakes first? Well, maybe. So it almost feels like uh, just a, a ver- it almost feels fairly similar to those, but obviously, it, I don't want to say dumbed down a bit because that sounds. Well, there's, there's no way near as much budget, is there? And I think um, uh, there's there's things in Ringu One which you can't do and not look dated. Like they do yeah. the freeze frame flashing white, like like the I don't know what you call it, like a white yeah. flash thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then dissolve into like uh into black. Like you can't get away with that anymore. And and, and without it looking nineties, that without it looking sort of pastiche. Well, there's some like sort of plasticine effects in areas as well. Plasticine effects, which bits are they? <laughs> yeah, some bits look like quite stop motion and plasticine. Yeah. Um, especially some stuff like with Sadako in the well, like yeah. in the second. I tell you what, it really does work for me. Um, the video itself. Like the videotape, it's yeah, like a weird yeah, yeah. avant-garde, creepy. If you had a laugh track to that, it would be really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think the whole con- the whole concept of there being this videotape that if you watch it and in seven days you're gonna die, is cool. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, stra- yeah. it's it's bizarre. It's, it's it's strange and everything that kind of I, I, in in the American remakes, I really loved all the backstory for. Um, Samara, Samara, is that right? That sounds yeah. about right. right yeah. I loved, I loved all the backstory, all the stuff that they did when they did the dig in. Sort of, sort of Naomi Watts becomes like a bit of a detective trying to find out these certain things. The yeah. inclusion of her, of her son, who like in those films 
for some reason just calls her by her by her name and not mum, if I remember right. I used to call my dad Gary. Did you? Gary! Gaza! Did you? Yeah. Was, how, how did he feel about that? I don't think he was too happy about it. Oh. But uh, I do. I call him dad now. Yeah? Or <laughs> yeah. you've you got to now. Or you, know, yeah. you never know. Do you ever yeah. like to let Gary slip out? No. No, he's always no. dad now. Daddy! Pop, pop, pop. Papity pop, pop, pop. Pop. So, in terms of, so we watched both of the films, and we're going to talk about both of them today as a double yeah. bill. We'll say plots we might sort of be a little bit, we might skimp on a little bit, especially the second one. Uh, yeah. I'm still not too sure what happens in it. I got a bit confused there, and it is because I just wasn't as interested. Like it didn't sort of hook me as much as uh, the other films in, in this list has done. But um, just quickly, yeah. Ringu one. Because it didn't have an empire um, little statement about it. Um, it it's got ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's got a really high score there. Um, wow. The consensus score is Ringu combines supernatural elements with anxieties about modern technology in a truly frightening and unnerving way. Um, and then Ringu two has got zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm not too sure if that's because there's not got enough ratings. Or, or or the very few it has are negative ones. I don't know. Is that real? So so a zero percent Rotten Tomatoes film is on this list. Yeah, but I think Rotten Tomatoes is like um, super harsh in the sense of if you don't if you go on it, there's only like five reviews and they're all negative. So then it's just gonna it's not gonna go to like fit like an, an average. Still, 30. if, it, if, if yeah. it's one of the best fifty horror films and like you think more people would be watching it and reviewing it. Yeah, I mean it is a bizarre inclusion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's, it's I weird. Don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a zero percent film. It's better than that. Oh God, no, zero zero <laughs> percent. I mean, what have you? What? How bad's it got to be for it to be zero percent? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is what Empire said about the second film in their little blurb. Not the first adaptation of Koji Suzuki's novel, but the one that brought the terrifying Sadako Yamamura to international attention. So maybe the second film is the one that I don't think that's right though. Because it would have more reviews, surely. Suzuki's more sci-fi tinged material is jettisoned in favour of more horrifying ambiguity. And Nakata's film is an intriguing collision of Japanese folk horror. The well-dwelling, black-haired, chalk-skinned Sadako is clearly a descended, descended from the onryo ghouls of Japanese tradition and more modern concerns about viral media and moral panic. It's a slow burn but worth the unsettling journey to its most famous set piece. I think they're confused. Because I'm sure the most famous set piece is her crawling out of the TV. Yeah. That's, that's not in the second one. Yeah, you're, you're right. Empire have dropped the ball. And we're, let's, let, well, we, can, we can pick them up on this. I mean, they might not get back to us, but, you know, <laughs> we're, de- we're, we're dedicating enough time to their magazine slash website that they yeah. should probably get back to us. Yeah. If 50 episodes of free, <laughs> of, uh, yeah, yeah. free advertising. Yeah. It was like calling them film students and stuff. Um, but you know, yeah, this is a that. student error. This proves it. This proves it. <laughs> student error. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so this one, so number two, has got six out of ten on IMDb and zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I asked Kat uh, what she thought about my fiance, what she thought about um, it, and she said, "I don't like it because it's scary." And I don't think I think she's seen the American one, but um, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, the American one is scary. Yeah. And it, it probably it probably gets a lot of shit. It's probably not as well. Regarded as Ringu, but 
I really yeah. think it's good. It, yeah. it, remi- it reminds me a lot. Of it. it reminds me of Silent Hill a little bit as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's got that sort of weird, creepy, um, everything's sort of washed in pale blue vibe. I think number two is missing a lot of that Silent Hill vibe that makes yeah. the ring thing kind of work for me. Um, yeah. Andy, who was going on next week, said, infinitely superior to the US remakes with a 100% extra inexplicable horse suicide. Was there a horse that committed suicide? There's horse suicide in. There's horse suicide in the American one. Am I right? Maybe it means that I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but sadly, I feel these originals became a victim of their own success to the point that all of the remakes, parodies, and very similar films inspired by them sort of puts me off going back to these originals. Maybe that's it. Maybe they they were pretty groundbreaking and amazing, but because we've seen so much remake and parody of it, it's like they just don't yeah. have the same effect anymore. Yeah, so 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 and so and Andy is saying that the that these are infinitely better than the American ones. Yeah, but I'm guessing it's been a while since he's. I don't know. Maybe it's been a while, Andy. Maybe you need to go back and watch them and yeah. realize that maybe not infinitely better, probably than the second American remake. But I think the first one is. Yeah, the first one holds up. Actually. I mean, the first I'll, one yeah. holds up really well, and it's, yeah. it is it is up there definitely. Yeah. Say no more. Um. Yeah, man. So, should we sort of have a little browse through the story? Yeah, we'll have a little browse. It's not just we're not going to go into yeah. unbelievable detail. Well, so uh, key players. Um, we've got Nanako Matsushima as Reiko Asakawa. Um, she's the journalist looking into this urban legend and these people who are dying and, and the cursed videotape. Um, we've got Hiroyuki Sanada. As Ryuji Takayama, uh, Raiko's ex-husband, he came into a bit later. This is something I don't know if it was in the American one. Maybe it was. Can't remember. Uh, he's yeah, like got a sixth sense. He can detect auras, and he's kind of psychic himself. Um, and yeah. then Ricky uh, Otaka as Yoichi Asakawa is their son, who has a bit of the sixth sense sort of thing as well. Um, and then the second one it has the same characters, but there's um. Hiroyuki Ryuji's um, bit on the side, bit of crumpet on the side, becomes like the main character. I think um. <laughs> a bit, a bit of crumpet, <laughs> bit of crumpet on the yeah. side. Can I have a bit of crumpet, please, on the side? But it, uh, so yeah, go on. Uh, so tell us about how the first one starts, Ben. Uh, so the first one starts with just two teenagers um, talking about the videotape, aren't they? They've mm. sort of heard heard about the videotape, heard this urban legend that if you watch it. Kills the viewer seven days after watching it. And this girl sort of says, I watched it a week ago. And then obviously the same sort of stuff that happens in the American one where they're sort of laughing and joking, winding each other up. And then they, and then she shows it to the other girl. Uh, does she show it to the other no, girl? No, no I, so think, I think there's just a call yeah. downstairs. There's a call on the phone downstairs, isn't there? Yeah. And, uh, and then we find out she, what, she was just joking, having a josh about it. But then the other one did watch it or something. And the okay. TV, the TV turns on on its own, and uh, then, then, she it, ends up then it does that face. kind of. She kind of does that, and it sort of flashes uh... white. It reminds me of the X Files. I'm sure that like the older seasons of that used to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Sort of yeah. this weird effect where it kind of goes almost goes negative. The screen, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's yeah. like. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then we cut to the future, and then we've got our main character, Reiko Asakawa. She's a reporter. 
she's interviewing some teenagers talking about this little urban legend sort of thing um and everyone saw all the teenagers know about it saying you watch it and then seven days later they, they get a phone call and it says one week or something it's not quite well, we, don't, we, we don't hear we don't hear her voice in this do we no i miss like, that like it of. like in the american one so i'm gonna keep saying the american one i'm sorry but i'm quite well familiar with that one before yeah. this you obviously hear the voice saying seven days yeah well it'd be weird because it'd be like uh don't speak uh english yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's what they'd say yeah. uh seven seven days <laughs> who is this what do you want <laughs> ppi uh where is it what can you send I think that's how you said. I don't understand. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so yeah, so some people have died. I think recently. Uh, yeah, it was like three other friends who all mysteriously died at the same time on the same night. See if you if you're in, in if you're looking at this. So one of them's died from watching the videotape, and then three of her friends have died at the same time. Mm. All their faces are twisted. You'd be like. Yeah, videotape. <laughs> yeah, Mysterious video. haunted videotape. Because they all die like a, of a heart attack instantaneously. Um, yeah. And the faces, they, they look like you know you you know when you burn an ant. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. not not quite burned, but like um, they kind of all killed up, kind of a uh, like they've got rigor mortis or something. And uh, shrivelly, very shrivelly. That's a very Asian sort of looking dead person, isn't it? To have that sort of big grin. Um, death grin sort of thing where his face the cheeks is like pulled back sort of thing an asian looking dead person <laughs> i recognize that dead person anywhere asian like <laughs> but i mean like in like uh western horror films with dead people they don't tend to have that that kind of dead oh you mean like grin. it's a it's a it's a trope in like asian yeah, cinema Someone's dead, they don't. Like, yeah when i yeah. think of like junjito and uh in some of the manga when people are dead they have that weird like horrible grin um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's disgusting. That's what you mean? Yeah, but it's, it's just yeah. I like yeah. it though. I yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's cool. Yeah, it's a lot more effective. I think it's kind of like oh Jesus, because you kind of think of like death in a horror. When you see a dead body, it's almost like this otherworldly, disgusting, horrible thing that you can't bear to look at. Yeah. But when you see it so many times in in films, in like in like Western cinema, you're like, well, it's this just is like a dead, sleeping. dead body. Whereas these like are like, sleeping, yeah. yeah, these are like well, they're, they're dead. But this is horrific. <laughs> but it like has has that effect, doesn't it? Where you're just like, oh Jesus, can't even look. Oh. Yeah. Horrible, because obviously some of the some of the police do make a do make a comment that they've never seen anyone look like that after they died. Yeah, yeah, they give that sort of kind of supernatural element. Yes. Um and Reiko she goes to one of the teenagers who who died's house, I think, and she gets these photos. They're all taking photos of each other. Yeah, and um, they've all kinky in the, in the Polaroids. Um, and I feel like this is an Asian horror movie trope, maybe because of this film. Is where in the photos they're all kind of, their faces are all distorted. Um, they're all kind of doing yeah, like yeah. That. Well, this this was kind of this this was kind of like different like white specks and spots and like all these different um. If you remember in the American one, their faces were just a little bit like wobbly or distorted, like you couldn't they couldn't hmm. focus on the face. Um, I think that's quite creepy though. That's quite creepy because it's like why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but why? Yeah, so she kind of like w- works out that they were staying in a rental cabin. Yeah. Again, playing out pretty much the same as the American one. That's it's taken a lot. I think you obviously know the American one a lot more than me because I, 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 yeah. As I said, I watched both of them not so long ago, probably yeah, black, yeah, within yeah. within six months ago. By the way, just um, as a side note, what do you think of the Grudge? Do you watch that? Were you um, a fan of that? Oh, no, I don't think I really was a fan of it. I thought it was a little bit lame. Is it Sarah Michelle Gellar in that? Well, the American one, yeah. I mean, um... yeah. Well, there's two. The American one, 
Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen the Japanese one as well. Yeah, well, the American one takes place in Japan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Because um, they did yeah. a um, Sadako versus the Grudge. I can't remember her name is Juwan, maybe. Um, oh, did they? They did well, like a, yeah. Alien versus Predator. Type yeah, thing. it's um, it's on Shudder. Sadako versus something, um, and it's like a Godzilla versus King Kong sort of. Well, they just go to the size of like like twenty story buildings and fight. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it, Ben. But uh... <laughs> I, 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 I bloody hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Yeah, um, the sort of like a cinematic universe, sort of thing, like everyone else. Um, okay, so at some point, Mariko gets the videotape, uh, yep. sticks it in. Um, does she watch it here? I think sticks, she sticks it in. Sticks it in the video, the VCR. <laughs> um... uh, yeah, she, yeah, she watches it. Um, and then as soon as it's over, she sees like a reflection in the TV, turns around like, oh, Jesus, um, receives a phone call. And yeah. then she hears, well, that's what you, so you don't hear someone say seven days. She hears like just a screechy noise from like the tape. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then she, and then she yeah. runs away and then she goes to her ex-husband, which is obviously the first thing you do when you're in trouble. We, we all know this. <laughs> Get the ex-husband. Well, this, so, this is what I don't understand. So obviously she believes something's bad with the tape and then she instantly goes, I'll get my ex-husband to watch it. Like, yeah. And why does he suddenly, what, why does she go to, is that because he's got like a sixth sense sort of thing that she thinks he might be able to help? Still loves, she still loves him. Yeah. This actor, Hiroyuki Sanada, um, he's yeah. in quite a lot, he's in quite a lot of um, <clears throat> American films. He's in, really? he's in uh, The Wolverine. Um, he's, he's in the film oh. Life. Life from this year, which is basically like a alien really? type film, uh, and he's also listed to be in, in an untitled Avengers film, directed yeah. by the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. So possibly Avengers Four, that would be Infinity War Two or something. Um, I don't think it's going to be called that anymore. I think it's going to be called something else. I think they're going to call it like uh, Avengers uh, uh, Strike Back. I don't know. <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently reassemble. Yeah. Avengers uh, might assemble again. Yeah. Assembly. Yeah, so I like I like this guy though. I think he's got like a he's got a great quality as a sort of movie star. He seems quite uh yeah quite. He seems like a nice man. That's what I think. And I thought, yeah, go to your ex husband. I feel like you can trust him. He's got a nice face. <laughs> he watches the tape, um, and then he didn't. I think he's like a teacher. He seems very um, uh, practical. I guess he doesn't seem. You know, he's not scared. He's not freaking out. Um, no. And then they find. This is the weird. I don't think something's going on here. So they, there's like a message on the tape: "Frolic and Brian, goblins be dying, thine." Um, <laughs> Which he goes, "Yeah, makes sense." We have obviously one plot point we have to yeah. realize is that Raiko makes a copy, right? Okay. For for Ry, Ryuji to study. Um, that's when they find the hidden message. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then that night, while Raiko's chilling, she catches her young son watching the tape. And claims claims it like a ghost of someone told him to watch it. Tomoko. Yeah. Who's Tomoko? <laughs> I don't know. The ghost of Tomoko, just like uh, his best mate. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Wow, that's got a bit, weird. Got, it, a bit, yeah. got a bit here. So this is weird because obviously <laughs> it wasn't until Ring Two in the of the remake that the, that her little boy watched it. Yeah. So obviously it's taking some different things from there. Um, and then they kind of, I don't know how they work this out, but they work out that they need to like go to somewhere and they get on a boat. What, so and, the, the husband 
says that saying, Frolic and Brian, Goblin be thine, is from this island or something. Um, That's the famous saying of the island. Yeah. Let's go. Um, and then they go back to the to this island. What's, what's it called? Um, Izu Oshima. Oshima. Oshima, yeah. yeah. Oshima. Um, and uh, they talk, They do some research on this great psychic, uh, Shizoko Yama, uh, Yamamura, yeah. who killed himself at one point. And this is the point where like they've already they're here and they've got like a day left. So it's like, what have you been doing for seven yeah, days? Yeah, there's a bit of a Jack Bauer sort of twenty four thing happening because it, it keeps <laughs> cutting to the day. Um, yeah. So you know, you like it, time sticking on. Uh, so they've got a day. Um, at some point, they sort of have a. I think the dad or something is there. The the dad of Sudoku. Yeah. Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> well, steady now. Sudoku. Yeah, and he and that's when he basically work out that that she that she created the videotape using her supernatural powers. Yeah, it all felt again felt a bit X Men here. Like, it did, didn't feel it it didn't did. feel too scary. This is when it starts to be like you know obviously you've got a lot of um, uh, psych psychokinetic characters in horror films like Carrie. Yeah, or something. yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but sometimes it's, it can even it can even feel totally X Men stupid. And that, <laughs> Yeah, like, and, uh, and then it just feels yeah. like it takes away the horror because you're just like, oh, right. So it's just a. It's difficult to super- do X Men without it seeming very suit like superhero nineties TV sort of yeah. uh, thing. But um, so this is this is the way I understood the the backstory here. So the father touches the, the dad's hand or whoever owns it in, um, and then he, he sort of has a flashback and he sees um, there was um, a, a moment where. The, the psychic mother, who's doing a good job, she did she guessed some numbers or something, right? Um, and Guess then <laughs> one of them, one of them, one of the people reporters called her a monster. Um, yeah. And then he suddenly had a heart attack and died. And then Sado, Sadoko is that psychic's daughter, who's like an incredibly powerful psychic. And here's here's where I don't think it gets into complete detail, but I think uh, the mother jumps into the volcano, and yeah. that causes the volcano to erupt and that's like in the tape when you've got all the people they're unable to stand up because they've been blown away by the, the volcano yeah i think this is right <laughs> and i think they or maybe the movie jumps in the well and sudoku causes the volcano <laughs> because, Sudoku. i keep saying that really wrong uh, but i think and then they took her in a well yep. to stop her from erupt, killing destroying the island i think that's yep. kind of what i kind of got figured it out to be yeah so, so then, so basically, our heroes go find Sadako's corpse in the well, yeah, and sort of free her. So this the curse kind of is like broken. kind of like trying to get the water out. Yeah, and there were, uh, you kind of knew she was in there somewhere, and then she finds her head, like skull head thing, and he kind of does it like kind of fall apart a bit. I, I yeah. remember getting an Evil Dead sort of vibe there. Yeah, and then what's it? What's her name? Um, Masami keeps like no no not Masami uh, Raiko Raiko keeps yeah. keeps bloody fainting all the time at like, the worst possible moments drops a bucket oh, on his head oh yeah she's tired yeah yeah oh, can't be bothered he, now Bored. to be fair to be fair <laughs> on the phone. to be fair he's fuming yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what's his name the uh, Ryuji 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 he's like oh you dropped a bloody bucket on my head you twat <laughs> trying yeah. to save your life here God yeah. no respect Sumimasen. <laughs> <laughs> 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Was it... Yeah, I can't with German Okay, yeah, go on. Yeah, so... Ryuji, they sort of go home thinking they've sort of sorted it out. Yeah. They've done the business. They freed freed her spirit. So that means the curse is lifted. Yeah, does it? But Ryuji goes home and his TV switches on by itself, showing an image of a well. He, he's like, uh, probably just a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, not going to be the ghost of Sadako because we yeah. sort of. I've just seen a video about a well. Interesting. Well, this is weird. What channel is this yeah. on then? This Challenge is, uh, TV? Oh, kismet. This is bloody Kismet, this is. <laughs> Synchronicity then, of the word, and then it and then <laughs> Sadako pops out. She pops Hello. out, crawls, crawls out yeah. the well, crawls out the TV. I like the way he was trying to. Free, this free, these free, t, yeah. 3D TVs are great these days. Yeah, I like how he was trying to get away. He was kind of like pressed up against the window and the curtains, like really desperately trying to sort of like. This is genuinely scary. creepy. I thought, like, yeah, I think the reason this film has taken its sort of legendary status is because of mainly because of this iconic scene with her. Crawling yeah. out of jittery. Um, Do you not think though that the ghost of Sadako was possibly underused throughout the film? Yeah. It did feel like I mean, it made this this moment much much better because it was mm. like you 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 were made to wait for it. Yeah. But in terms, she, I think she was pretty underused. Like she didn't really ha- appear in like sort of visions or anything really. Mm. There wasn't much for anyone to be that scared of. There's until... a couple of glances, wasn't there? But yeah, yeah, a couple of glances, but nothing yeah. massive. I mean, if you think about again, sorry, American remakes, it was pretty constant. It was pretty yeah. much like during those seven days that Naomi Watts was being stalked by the ghost of Samara. It was yeah. constant, really, wasn't it? It was just constant trauma. Did constant... the did the American remake, as you're the uh, renowned expert on on the subject? Did the yeah. American <laughs> did the American remake have the, the <laughs> yeah. psychic? <laughs> I have the papers. The uh, the like the psychic um, element to it. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of did it. Okay. We see we see Samara in like a sort of institution where she's. Oh no! Sorry, being... I mean the husband and the son. Do they have like psychic abilities? So 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 there wasn't a so the husband, the husband and the son. So the son was just, if I remember right, the son was just a little bit. A little bit strange and mm. could sort of sense something. In terms of a husband, I don't think there's an ex-husband. I think it may be just a former partner, possibly, or maybe right. just a new lover interest. I'll have to remember, remind so myself. So he didn't have any psychic. 
it, no psychic abilities okay. for him, as far as I can remember. Yeah, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. It's weird that but, they kind of um, cleared all that clutter out and were like, you know, to Americanize it more and make it a bit more of a straight horror film. Yeah, but I think that kind of worked because it yeah. felt like almost it felt like almost too much, didn't it? With I know what you mean. With yeah. Sadako having some sort of ability, and then obviously her mum having some sort of ability. It's like episode seven of Stranger Things. You don't. Nobody needs that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just needs to be yeah declutterified. Yeah. Um, so then obviously, oh, poor there is one Ruji final dies. shot. Yeah, there's one final yep. shot here um, of her eye that is so horrific. They used yeah. it on the box art, and I think they probably shouldn't do because that last shot of that eye. Why is the eye so big? Like it's like it's like a giant sort of maybe they had a big model eye to use for I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah, she was she was pretty much like a standard ghost girl. She wasn't like too, she wasn't like horribly um, decomposing or she was. I mean, she was she was like yeah. ice white, but she yeah. wasn't like falling apart. Like obviously the ghost of Samara was yeah. like sort of fingernails gone. Well, the fingernails um, were gone on this one as well. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, was, like I know what you mean. waterlogged, yeah, yeah. waterlogged, wrinkly skin, and they made a lot about the about the well. So like, there was a lot of water coming out of TVs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you didn't really get that at all in this, did you? Yeah. Well, this is like the prototype, and um, yeah, it's oh, a bit more trivia related related later on. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll go into that a bit more. But yeah, so the curse isn't lifted, um, but for some reason it didn't affect uh, Reiko. But I think she figures out that if you let someone else watch it, then the curse is kind of passed on to them. Yeah, well, it's, it's if you make a copy, I, I believe. So if you make a copy, you're kind of like oh. spreading the message. So obviously yeah. in, in you the... you retweet in, it. If you retweet it. Well, that's the you'll thing. You'll get was a, into this giveaway. <laughs> you won't die. <laughs> you won't die. Obviously, yeah. they made in Rings, which is a sort of a new one, which came out this year. Um, this year? Yeah, there was... This year, maybe late last year. I think it was hmm. this year. Um, there was a lot made about it was like a it was like a file that you had to copy and someone sent it in an email to loads of people. It's just did you is it good? Oh, it was awful, utterly oh. awful. Oh, that's a shame. Almost, almost unwatchable. Almost it was basically right. it was basically the same scenario over and over and over and over, probably about twelve times. And I was just like, this is shit. Yeah, but it was that's, that's, all, that's all you need to yeah. know. Okay, rings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rings. Ring. So the, the the way I understood it, I thought that you had to sort of pass it on, um, make a copy and pass it on. And the reason they go back to see her father at the end, like it's um, yeah, because Yoichi's seen it. Yoichi has uh, seen it, and so she's going to pass. She's decided that she's going to get her son to pass it on to her dad. Yeah, uh, that's the way I understood it anyway. Uh, maybe I'm. Yeah, so it's basically like a never-ending cycle. Tape yeah. has got to be copied and passed on to ensure the survival of the viewers until everyone in the world has seen it. Yeah. It's like a chain letter. Do you remember those, and, like, Cadbury's used to do chain letters when you were a kid? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, a chain email then when someone says, oh, yeah. for with the son or you <laughs> will die. Like it's more like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever see, uh, just before we go on to Ringu 2, did you ever see that webcomic? Um, yeah, I think it went a bit viral, and it was like... Uh, so it's like a never-ending scroll sort of comedy. You sort of scrolling through, and it's like a guy walking across the street, and it's uh, uh he's talking about this Japanese ghoul demon thing walking across yeah. the street, and then it suddenly like becomes animated and really loud. <laughs> so you sort of flicking through, and the yeah. thing like jumps. It looks like it's like the yes. thing is taking over computers, coming out the screen. I do like, remember uh, this. Yes, I remember. I was looking through that, and Cat was in bed when we were students. Ah! 
I screamed like a little girl. Like it's so like it's that's one of the most terrifying things I think I've ever seen in my life. I need to find, I'll try and find the link for that that's so insane. people can see. Yeah, yeah put, that, put that in the show notes. Yeah. I, I used to hate those videos where you're watching a nice serene thing and then suddenly a big <laughs> yeah. face would be screaming. Yeah. And yeah. that I, that effect, affected me so much. So I reckon for years after the first time <laughs> I'd seen something like that, yeah. anytime I was watching any sort of video, I was I like... I expected it, yeah. I kind of expected it to jump out at me and tell I'm me. like that now when I'm looking at any picture or, or video and just expecting yeah. to see the, uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah, little yeah, ring the, finger uh, thing. Yeah. Ring finger. Yeah, there was the one the other day finger. that was like, uh, <laughs> it was like it's a never-ending like link thing. So you look at there's like a girl uh, looking in the mirror, and then it would say, "Look up," and then you pull oh, yeah. your eyes up, and it go I've look to this, the floor, yeah, yeah. and you go for like ages, and then you just you see the little fingers, the little hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. great, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. should we move on to Ringu Ringu two? Okay, yeah. So Ringu two. Um, so, takes place it takes place a little while after Ringu one, but not too much. So yeah. the body the body of Sadako gets retrieved from the well, retrieved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the body of Sadako gets retrieved uh, from the well, <laughs> and her uncle is summoned by police to identify her. What's her uncle's name? Takeshi. Takeshi's castle. Takeshi. Racial stereotypes. Um, detective. <laughs> the detective explains that um, forensics concluded she may have survived in the well for thirty years. This was mental. Well, it's, it's obviously, I don't think, yeah, so they say like, she only died like two days ago, I think yeah. they said, but she's been in the well for 30 years. The reason the fingernails were gone is because she tried over and over again yeah. to get out. I think oh, she so, is dead, but I think. Um, yeah, somehow she was possessed by something, which yeah, sort of exactly, yeah. in some sort of state, state of being alive. Or maybe because yeah. she's like an ex-man. Like maybe she did sort of live like that. She's, long. An, she's an ex-bloke. <laughs> she's had, uh, yeah. Yeah, so they bet so they bury the body at sea, like in a coffin, then they sling that in the water. So I mean someone who's after they have so they're pre up for a while, I'm a pre up man. Pre up woman. After they've had that, are they an X Men? Like Uh potentially. We'll have to look on Urban Dictionary to try okay. and work out. The... That'd be amazing. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. Probably not the main reason people want to undergo that sort of surgery. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if I was actually called a well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, possibly. And sensitive. <laughs> It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, so what happened? So, they've got the body. Um, the uncle, Takeshi, is uh, he sort of throws a coffin. Into, oh, did he have like uh, He says he's going to put the body in the sea. I don't think he did yeah, it straight it's away. In but, a, it's in a coffin. Yeah. He slings it, and slings it in the sea, jumps on it like a surfboard and goes off. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great sequence. Yeah. Um, so, at some point, they're looking into... See, this is where I got really confused. For the first half of this, I had no idea what was going yeah. on. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a little bit confusing. I think it kind of expected... Even though we just watched Ringu, so we should be really well-versed on what was going on in this universe. Yeah. yeah. I was a bit confused, yeah. So there's police obviously searching for Raiko um, because obviously her ex-husband died terribly, painfully. Um, and then they're sort of looking for some stuff at a news office and they find this burnt-out videotape in yeah. Raiko's apartment. It's all melted and crusty in the in the bathtub um and then you know what happens next and then and then and then they start investigating the legend so obviously the main character here is what's her name is it okazaki okazaki is that right that's so as okazaki is the guy and my is right. the okay. girl looking for answers okay okay so okazaki, my, my was ryuji's bit of crumpet on the side that was yeah the girl he was seeing yeah 
That's right. Yeah. So okay. he was he was he'd moved on fairly quickly, but then his ex-wife comes back into the picture with a cursed videotape, <laughs> makes him watch it. Oh, it happens. This is yeah. this, this is this is perfect for Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But your ex-wife made you watch an ex cursed ex videotape, and now you're dead. Yeah. Um. So I'm still trying to work this out in my head, trying to get it all. Yeah, so uh, there's there's a bit na- there's a bit later on where Mai and Okazaki go to a mental hospital to speak to somebody who was a friend of Raiko's niece Tomoko. <laughs> yeah, and she was the girl at the start of the first one who didn't die. Yes, okay. I, think that, I think that's right. But she she like she since she I think she saw uh, Sadako coming out of the TV yeah. and kind of ruined her a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. there's a doctor as well who's like a paranormal researcher trying to expel the psychic energy through this girl for the various different experimentation um that kind of i i need to watch this again because that kind of stuff i went right over my head so you're trying oh, to, yeah you're trying to good. expel the negative energy into water or something yeah yeah there was that because obviously there's swimming pool stuff later on yeah yeah the, the water just like suck it all up the water goes i'll have all that yum 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 delicious this bit yeah. this bit was quite cool when my stepped out for some air and then um Masami, um, Sadako kind of materialized on the TV, mm. which all the which all of the other men, uh, mental hospital patients are watching, and they all start proper screaming. Well, they were really like... what, they were watching that. They were <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. that Jeremy Kyle show. <laughs> Family Fortunes was on. <laughs> Family Fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they kind of all kind of lose it at, at once. Um, yeah, I thought it was quite effective though. The only yeah. thing that was a bit lame was like. Everyone who wasn't being affected by it, kind of trying to comfort the other people. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know you're in terrible, unbelievable, insurmountable pain. I was going to give you a stroke on the head. Uh, it's all right. It'll be all right on the night. <laughs> so, but we, so we did miss out a point where, so Okazaki is um, Reiko's colleague, like a journalist as well. He yeah. gets one of the kids to who's obviously seen it, to make him a copy of the tape um, that he puts in his drawer. Um, yeah. This bit doesn't make any sense. So this girl who's obviously seen it because she's like like terrified, like she wasn't before, like now she's terrified. She doesn't, she's obviously seen it, she knows it's bad and then she makes him promise to watch it. Almost like if I'm, yeah. if I'm going down, you're going down too. It just seems like it's a pr- pretty lame plot device for these films, which is yeah. Like if 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 you really believe that this was the case, you'd like make sure nobody else watched it. But it's almost like they're trying it's to validate, it, yeah. Yeah. trying to validate their own fears here, where they're just going, "Oh, I'm, I know I'm screwed, but you watch it as well, because otherwise, you know." Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really weird. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're in the mental asylum. Um... They're chilling. They're chilling in the mental asylum. Um, the. They're trying to. They have a glass of water or something. Um, this is where I'm completely baffled now. Well, this is this is where this is, we've we've kind of covered the mental hospital right, stuff. Right. Okay. Think. Okay. I think not long after that, um, there's some more people involved. <laughs> they like go to a shopping mall and talk to someone who's like psychic abilities have like intensified. Well, they find Yoichi, um, the son from the previous one. Yeah. May starts chilling out with with her him. Yeah. <laughs> and then finds Reiko is alive and well and there's a lot of like a lot of like loads of people got like te- telepathic abilities stuff yeah. to do with obviously the guys in the mental hospital trying to do an experiment to it's just a bit too yeah it kind of it's kind of lost its essence i felt at this point 
it kind of lost the essence, which is quite basic, which is there's a haunted videotape. Yeah, and this has gone far too... Um, uh, the, like, the psychic... Yeah, it, remi- yeah. It, it reminds me, I know you said the X-Files already, but it reminds me, there's definitely been X-Files, um, loads of X-Files episodes where people have got like telepathic abilities. Yeah. And there's loads of episodes of the X-Files where people end up in like mental hospitals. And it just reminded me of that, but like yeah, for, too, yeah. for too long. Yeah. Like, it just, it was concentrating too much on these things. And I just thought, how are these things really going to help you if you, you're being stalked by a psycho, a telekinetic ghost <laughs> once you're dead in seven days? You'd just be like, I've got other other things to do. I've got seven days to live. Yeah, priorities. So uh, at some point, May and Yoichi travel to Oshima, but before that happens, this is another bonkers thing. Uh, so the mum gets hit, R- Reiko gets hit by a truck, and her yep. blood like swims towards her son, Yoichi, and starts yep. talking to him telepathically. Yep. It's like it's warning him about, about something. Like it's, it's, it's insane. So by the way, May and Yoichi... They try. They go back to the island where it all happened on the first one. Um, it, at the same time, I'm kind of brushing over this quite, you know, broad strokes. That's because that's the only way I'm going to be able to do this. Um, <laughs> at the same time, the uncle does. He gets like a a clay face for some reason made of Sadako. Like um, they try to recon- yeah. reconfigure the face to prove that it is her, and he says yes, and he, he puts them both in the sea. Um, and then he's also the owner of the the inn that they sort of stay in later on. This is so this is the bit when I talked about earlier, the bit that like really creeped me out in this film. So I was watching it and it had been kind of boring for like the majority of it at this point. I was kind of like, I'm I'm out pretty much. I'm just kind of this is happening and I'm, I'm my eyes are pointed in that direction, but I'm not actually watching it anymore. Um, <laughs> but they go to the um so they go to the inn and May sees the mirror, which is from the tape. Um yep. And then she's watching, you're watching through her point of view, the, the mother, the psychic mother. And then it, and at first I thought it was like a weird dolly zoom camera trick, but then the mother's like kind of floats towards the, in such a surreal, like yeah. gliding fluid motion, glides towards her. And then if like her face is kind of pokes around the corner and it's like, oh my God, that, what, I don't know how did manage to do that, but it felt like she was coming out with a seat, like literally out of my computer yeah. screen. And then I was like, like it literally got it got, it got my heart going. Like it was it really really worked on me. Um, and then and then it just goes absolutely insane again. <laughs> so what happens here? So they they go to a swimming pool. The doctor they go to the local swimming baths. <laughs> well, the, the doctor turns up. Um, the paranormal investigator doctor just because it has one little bag. And the, the next scene, he's got them all hooked up to this kind of crazy. Um, I don't know where this equipment came from. <laughs> Yeah. You must have left him outside. You bring the bags yeah. in, please, because there's a shit ton. He just, he just rented it from someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, like a big tank of bubbling water. There's like VHS tapes and stuff. Um, there's headsets, like psychic headset things. Um, I really don't know what happened in this bit. It gets kind of surreal to the point of like... Uh, um, yeah. Because what happens is Mai and Yochi um, end up Jump it, getting in the swimming pool, and then they're in the well. <laughs> yeah. So the uncle climbs into the water and drowns because he sees um, yeah, Sadako. Sadako, yeah, coughing in there. Um, there's another woman. Oh, no, the, the doctor just jumps into the pool with a toaster. 
Or like not yep, a toaster, yep, but it's something yep. in the kind of electric. He's carrying some sort of electrical equipment. He's carrying his air straighteners yeah. and uh, just jumps in. <laughs> and then I think what's what's the call? What's the face? Is they both fall over, and the camera yep. kind of twists. So suddenly they're hanging off. They're inside the well and they're hanging, and, and, yep. then, and then they drop off. It gets so surreal around this point. It's very. <laughs> it's just spat everywhere. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's pretty surreal at this point. Yeah. yeah. I was a bit like. There's a bit of like a nightmare logic to it all at this point. You know when you kind of get like a narrative sort of takes you on a ride and you kind of mm. feel like you're you're along for the ride, but then you kind of start thinking, am I? I'm holding on <laughs> on the coattails and am yeah. I along for the ride? I'm kind of there. I'm with you. I kind of understand this. You know, there's a lot of metaphor and. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes, like, for example, this film, you just get a bit lost and you're just like, what's happening now? So. In the in the Empire bit, it's it talks about the iconic ending, and I don't think they're on about this. Maybe I mean, the, the iconic ending here is Sadako like chasing them outside the well, like crawling out. Maybe because that was, that looked kind of cool, and she yeah, had, like, that, the, she had again, like the clay face rather than her real face. Um, but I got confused by that for several minutes before I realised hmm. I kind of forgot about the clay face stuff. Yeah, and when I saw with the clay face, I was like. What the holy shit, awful special effects <laughs> is this? Yeah, Which is why like I said unfinished. before when I said yeah. it looked like plasticine. It looked like oh, a, right, okay, yeah. yeah. It looked like stop motion animation, and yeah. I was like, what point is this trying to prove? Like, yeah, why why would they do it like this and not just have an actress like with makeup? Why would they? And then I kind of remembered the clayface thing, but yeah. I just don't think the clayface thing made that much sense to me. Maybe that's why it didn't. It didn't, and there's also like uh, dripping snot stuff coming out of the hand on the rope that's kind of disappeared. It, it, yeah, like it looked kind of cheap, but um, uh, before the very end, um, she doesn't, um, Sadako doesn't say anything to them, but she doesn't get there, doesn't kill them or anything. But she says, "Why is it only you were saved?" As like a question, yeah. and then she Why sort of jumps, and um, I think that's kind of like they just get out then, don't they? And then they sort, of, oh, yeah. they get out, and then they're in the pool again. They're not in the well anymore. Yeah, imagine that's a weird feeling, climbing out of a well into a pool, and then I'm just... yeah. That would yeah. be that. That'd be strange. And then, um, um, then the, that bit earlier, where uh, what's his name, Okazaki, uh, got the copy of the tape. He's there's like a little sting at the end where he's in the mental asylum now, and the girl <laughs> from the, so confusing from the start of the first one is like haunting yep. him or something. Yeah, and that wasn't that great because it was like you kind of expected it to be a little bit more terrifying, but it was just like a girl laughing. You'd be like, "Fuck off, love." Yeah, yeah. Get get out of my bloody Is it room. Cell? Yeah. The yeah, I mean the second one. I don't think I think they have messed up. I think they're getting confused as to which yeah, one's which. I think so because because yeah. the, the first one just feels. I mean, obviously the, there's a lot. Of, there's a higher budget for Ringu too. Is there? Interesting. A, well, actually, I don't know that. That's that's yeah. just me. That's just me saying that. It felt more like a like a film. <laughs> if yeah, that makes yeah. sense, Ringu kind of felt like the budget was much lower, but. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe we we'll have to do a little bit of research into. Well, so like I said, I I would be um, if it, if number seventeen on the list was Ringu one, I would yeah. like I'd say yeah, that's that's I can understand that because it's kind of it like it you know it's franchise it brought Asian horror to uh, to Western audiences and that kind of thing, but Ringu yeah. two just seems like the, the wrong film to pick. Yeah, 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 exactly. There we go. But there um, we go. Yeah. Not bad, I guess. Kind of, kind of, I kind of understand the, the sort of legacy of these films, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I particularly enjoyed 
these at yeah. this point. But as I said, as somebody who's quite well, well well versed in the American remakes, maybe that was just to these films' detriment, where I where I genuinely do think the first film is genuinely creepy. Yeah, it's good, I'm scary, really and, yeah. and it's a, and it's a great film. The second one, not so much. Would you? But still, that's the point. If you had to choose a gunpoint between um, the American remake or the Asian one, what would you? Which one would you go for? Oh yeah, the American one, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do enjoy the American one. I thought you would have said so, being the yeah, the, the expert. But um. Oh yes. Yeah. Are you ready for some trivia? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. For Ringu One, the entire production took around ten months. The entire production. Ten months. Hmm. True or false? True. Yeah, true. Uh, so the script and pre-production process took three or four months. Shooting yep. was five weeks and post-production four months. I kind of feel like um, Asian cinema, because I think I read that audition was a like, really quick turnaround yeah. as well, compared to like Western cinema, because Western cinema seems to sell like two or three years, if if not more. I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. Very quick. Um, uh, okay, number two. <laughs> the Japanese uh, phrase for shit your pants is you say this is true or false anata no zubon o tawagato um true that is true apparently Google Translate <laughs> oh, right, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. so just so you know next time I, was, I, thought, I thought maybe you'd put too, <laughs> too much effort into that for that not to be right no okay um, Koji Suzuki got his inspiration for the Ringu novel from his favourite horror movie, The Exorcist. True or false? Uh, true. I can see that. False. It was actually oh! Poltergeist, which you can kind of see with the whole TV aspect. Yeah, you can kind of see. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you can kind yeah. of see. You can kind of see yeah. it with The Exorcist as well, I suppose. Well, yeah, that's why I put it in there. Yeah, that's why I did. A little oh, you've had me. You've yeah. had me there, and <laughs> you. You've had me. Uh, the yeah. close-up number four. The close-up of Sadako's "I Near the End of the First Film" was performed by a man, not an X-Men. <laughs> a man. Ah, performed by a man. Uh, yeah, because yes, true. It's true. Um, I tried to throw you off earlier because I was saying how it might be like a model or something. But, yeah, uh, no, it was a man. Uh, okay, oh. uh, number five. Uh, Ringu One is the highest-grossing horror film in all of history. <laughs> what in all of Japanese history? No. In all, all of, of history, Asian history. True or false? In all of Asian history, yeah. So not in all of history. Well, Asian history, not in all of history. <laughs> True. Uh, no, but Japanese history. <laughs> so it's, it's the. <laughs> well, you don't know that because what's the highest grossing Japanese film, uh, Asian film then? Oh, are you just talking? Oh yeah, well it may might be that as well. I don't know. Yeah. Hollywood. Well, um... the answer the answer to this to this thing is it might be. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. So uh, the trivia on uh, the website. The trivia website said it's the highest grossing film in Japan, highest grossing horror film in Japanese history. Okay. Um, so, so, probably um, Asia. Right? I don't know. Because China might have its own, like, uh, you know, crazy stuff. We're not, we're not yeah, saying, I don't know. like a, a Bollywood film yeah. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, we need to grade the film. I think we did quite well, by the way, with the, with the plot, with number two. I was a little bit worried going in that, like, I <laughs> just have no idea. But, um, yeah. Do you want to do number one first, and then yeah, and then we'll okay. Do okay. So I would probably give number one 
like, oh, I don't know which one I like the best. Well, which one, out of which one Ringu do you, one do you like the Ringu best? Two. I would give Ringu <laughs> one. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna sound this is gonna sound really low, but I I just couldn't I couldn't like get well. Ringu Ringu one a D some... plus. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's pretty low, isn't it? Yeah. Ah. Oh. But since we started discussing it, maybe I thought it was not it was it was better. Yeah. Um, but Ring two. C minus. Wait, Ringu two. so you're giving Ringu two more than Ringu one? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. The way, way, the way I'm understanding it is you're giving Ringu a D and Ringu yeah. two a C. I'm just trying because I did I did make some notes on which one I like the best. Which one did I like the best? Which one did you like the best? Ringu one by by a long shot. By a long shot. Yeah. All right then. Okay. I just didn't really. If... I didn't really feel like Ringu two at all. Ringu two bag of poo to me. Ringu two bag of poo. Although apart from that, like couple of crew moments, especially with the, the the floating mother, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Creepy. I see what you yeah. mean. So yeah, I think what what I did was I kind of went on something and I wrote down my re- review of both, and I think I got them the wrong way around, which is which was which confusing. Is, well, probably what Empire obviously... did as well. Probably what Empire did. So I did yeah. the same somehow. Empire. Yeah. yeah so maybe. All right. Okay. So Ringu. One C minus Ringu two D plus. Okay, so they're still pretty, they're kind of you know in the same sort of ballpark. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, well, I was I was going to give Ringu one a B minus. Okay, I I, I think it's a good film. Um, and yeah. Ringu two a D minus because I don't know, I just um, I just didn't enjoy it like, at all, really. I mean, um, there's a couple apart from a couple of moments. Like the floating mother. Um, yeah. I just, I know, just didn't really get into it. But then again, you know, I was yeah. a bit tired as I watched it, so maybe, maybe I need to watch it in a better. Well, maybe, maybe, right? maybe watch it again tomorrow uh, when, <laughs> <laughs> when you're feeling sort of more yeah. hyped up. I might watch yeah. Sadako versus. Yeah. God, 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 Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Okay. Uh, so uh, next week. We're going to be doing something slightly different. We're not going to be doing another film on the list just yet. Uh, Andy CT Conduit Turner is going to come on for a Christmas episode. I think we're going to watch three of the same films Krampus, Black Christmas, and Jack Frost. And then I think we're just going to have, maybe have a bit of a chat about yeah. other Christmas horror films. Yeah, I'm not well. sure how yeah. we're going to. So, so, yeah, we'll just chat about the Christmas horror subgenre. Not sure yeah. what we're going to call the episode yet. Um, but we'll, 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 we'll work it out. So the, the thing you want, it's called Sadako versus Kayako. So Kayako <laughs> must be the, uh, it's back again. Yeah. 2016, it came out really recently. Oh, oh, all right. Oh dear. Iron nine. The Japanese ring versus grudge horror film is really bad. <laughs> uh, That's what they say. Man, yeah. That means we kind of want to watch it though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so um, this show is brought to you by the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. Come over to Facebook. Join the Facebook group. It's called Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. Um, and thanks to my co-host Ben for being a horror dude. Thank you, Luke, for always being such a lovely man. Thanks.
Thank you. Thanks very much. Right. Talk to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.